do 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 love and light do 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 love and light do 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 love and light welcome to Jazzy's world you'll be all right hey thanks so much for tuning in to episode 25 of Jesse's world podcast where we are dedicated to helping people connect with, nurture, and grow their inner gifts, achieve self-empowerment, and enjoy a life of love, light, and authentic abundance. We inspire leadership and encourage legacy building that improves human lives and our world. If you are upwardly mobile, a go-getter, and committed to improving yourself and your life, then this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Jessica Vibes with a Z, bringing you weekly episodes every Sunday and Wednesday to help you accelerate your personal and professional development journey. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and tap into our live sessions where we interact and do some real transformative work together there live on Instagram. Okay, let's dive into it, guys. Before we get into our main topic, you already know we have Tessie time. And while Tessie does not show up every episode, honey, she is in the studio today, okay? Tessie time is where my sassy alter ego takes over the podcast for a moment just to pose some thought-provoking questions, raise some social issues, or just plain rant. Enjoy! Okay, I've been reflecting on Black History Month and trauma, okay? Maybe not all in one, but together. The importance of personal development, self-healing in the Black community, and the fact that we need to talk about a particular type of trauma that I myself have experienced and that I don't hear being discussed. As a parent and as a biracial female myself, I recently noticed the impact of media reports on my own mental health. I imagine it's basically like the modern day version of publicly whipping a runaway slave or worse to drive home the point that we should, you know, stay in line. And that might sound like an extreme example, but I'm talking about how I feel and this is my personal experience. And I'm wondering if other parents of black children or other black people have felt the same way. I know that these reports make me uncomfortable. They introduce a subconscious fear that impacts my day-to-day comfort and when things are really bad they kind of cause like depression anxiety isolation i feel like no one's discussing or addressing the mental impact of pervasive pervasive systemic um and socioeconomic issues that may affect north american black people in a way like in a more pervasive way and at the same time in the impact of violence no matter who it, the perpetrator or who is inciting the violence, or who the perpetrator of the violence is, when we are the victim of the violence, um, it, it, it affects our psyche. And even though we could be miles and miles away, countries away even, something can happen in America, and it can affect me psychologically in Canada, for example, right? There is a psychological impact. 
And I don't know what the solution is, but I do believe that an open discussion and a search for resources, for answers, for support, for love, for understanding and change is needed. I wanted to pose the question. I wanted in my Tessie time to kind of say, hey, I'm hurting. I feel isolated. I feel sometimes depressed. I feel sometimes anxious. I feel sometimes at risk by virtue of simply being black. Um, And that's not fair and that's not right. And nobody should have to live like that. And so can we do something about it collectively? Not just the black community, because, you know, that's part of it. Uh, but our larger community, all of us, right? The human community. Um, I also realized that you don't have to be black to be impacted by this. You could be white, for example, a white parent of a black child, like my mother is, or you could be um, a human of any race and any background that has empathy and love and understands hurt and wants general suffering to stop in the world. And I understand that it affects everybody in different ways. And, and, and I have empathy for that as well. My personal mission in life is to create a source of love and light in the world and to share that authentic energy with others. I do not come from a divisive perspective at all. Um, how could I? After all, I am, at the end of the day, both white and black. I have a white mom. I have a black father. I have some native in there and Scottish and Irish and English and all types of things and Jamaican, but I am both. And so I'm coming from a perspective of empathy, of having felt trauma response in myself and dealing with it alone for many years and finally breaking my silence here right now today. And I needed to do that. Um, I come from a loving place of internal longing for true change and for support that facilitates healing on a deeper level that I personally have not seen or experienced yet. But I'm hopeful that we can create it together. If you've ever felt the same way, DM me at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram. Follow me, DM me. Let's start talking about solutions for a safer, happier, mentally healthier tomorrow for everyone. Okay, one love, darlings. One love. Now, moving on to our main topic, establishing, actually, in fact, sorry, re-establishing boundaries and self-care. So anybody who knows this podcast knows from time to time, I'm going to take a sip of water, take a little sip of water. And we're going to get down into it. Okay, guys. All right. So most people think of boundaries as a set it and forget it action, okay? They need to, they're needed at the beginning, let's say of your self-care journey or your business development journey. As you know, I'm a business development strategist and um, a self and a self-success coach, and I really help people achieve their goals um, through in different areas of their lives. And so I know that people see boundary setting as kind of part of that initial stage. Okay, we know what your strategy is. We know what you want. You know, you have your goals, where you are today, where you want to go and how you're going to get there. You know, you have to give something up to get something. And so in the beginning, that's where the boundaries are usually set. However, my friends, my friends, right? If you're anything like me, boundaries need constant reevaluation and resetting. Over time, 
people, places, and things will try to encroach or encroach on your boundaries, okay? Trimming here, slicing there, until you no longer are the focal point of your world. This is goal achievement suicide. No joke, okay? No joke. It is goal achievement suicide. And so this becomes a very important episode for you to listen to and engage with today because otherwise you're at risk of losing everything you ever dreamed of all because you didn't do this one thing. So stick with me till the end, all right? A compromise here and a reschedule there can eventually lead to a void land of obscure dreams floating around with the tumbleweeds of regret. So how do we ensure that we keep our self-care journey and personal development journey and professional development journey on track and ensure maximum wellness in all areas of our lives? Worry not. Help is on the way. Self-help, that is. Yep. You allowed the displacement of boundaries in your life, so you are going to have to put in the work to get them back on track. Luckily for you, I am here to help guide you. So what are the steps to realign, reestablish your boundaries and get yourself back on track? Let's go. Let's dive into them. Step one, KPIs. You got it, folks. You know when people say, you're the CEO of your life. It sounds incredibly cliche, doesn't it? Like, what does that mean? I'm the CEO of my life. What does that mean? Okay, so my life is like a business, kind of, and I need to run it as such, uh, kind of. And so what does this mean for boundary setting? This means when they say you are the CEO of your life, This is what they are speaking about in a company that you work for. And if you happen to be in corporate America, North America, Canada life, um, you will be called in periodically in your workplace for weekly or monthly or bi-monthly or quarterly or semi-annually, or if it's really bad annually, reviews. Okay. And during these reviews, what they're going to do is they're going to look at the goals that they set with you a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, okay? And then how are you tracking? And how they're going to know how you're tracking in your goal pursuit is they're going to look at your KPIs, your key performance indicators, okay? So for example, well, let's not even get there yet. So they're going to look at your key performance indicators to see if you're on track to achieve your goals. All right. So are you doing this in your own life? Right. And see, um, basically, you know, not only are you on track, but are you on track and are you on time? So when you have a goal and then you have like some key performance indicators, they should be measurable. So I will lose five pounds in one month and have a date attached to it in one month, five pounds measurable one month. Okay. So in life, We have our goals and we should also be measuring our KPIs. You are the CEO of your life, right? And so I recommend 
doing weekly or monthly check-ins with yourself. And that depends entirely on how long it takes for certain goals to take traction in your life, depending on the type of goal, okay? But, you know, to be very prudent, you could do weekly check-ins if you're not sure which you should choose, all right? For example, let's say you have the personal goal to lose five pounds in a month. This is a very, very easy KPI to measure and track. So in one month, you're gonna check and you're gonna see, oh, I only lost three pounds. You have enough time to reflect and consider what have you been doing over the last one month and what can you improve, right? So that the next month you have a better result. Here's the thing, if you were checking in weekly, then you would know, let's say the let's say you want to lose four pounds just for the math. Okay, then you would know you had to lose or 1.25 pounds. So five pounds, you want you had to lose 1.25 pounds a week, let's say, to hit your five pound goal. So if you checked in in a week and saw that you were up two pounds, you know for sure you are not on track for your goal. And now you have only a week to reflect on. So you can really think about what you've done that week. Did you walk every day or did you did you have an ice cream cone or did you whatever, right? Did you stay up? Did you not get sleep? What all the things that contribute to weight gain? And so you're able to cut some of that out. And then the following week say, oh, I'm down two pounds. Now I'm getting on track and make those tweaks so that you can hit your KPIs and ultimately get to your destination, your goal. So now on the other hand, if you wait six months before you measure your uh, your KPIs and you find out that you gained 10 pounds, well, you lost half the year, fam. You lost half the year already. It's behind you. You're behind in the game. Now you have to figure out, not only have you lost half the year, but now you have to figure out why you gained instead of lost, meaning you would have to reflect on six months of behavior, of patterns, of decisions, of war occurrences, of stress, of sleep patterns, of food choices, of everything. Six months? Unless you were keeping copious notes, I don't know how you would really be able to do that. Whereas if you did it every week, you would be well positioned to do that. So it's not just about all the time you just lost and now you have to gain ground and I don't know how you're gonna make up for six months, but it's also about the fact that you have not given yourself the ample time to tweak and change and grow, okay, through through short-term reflection. So that is why step one really is about managing your KPIs and checking in with yourself regularly, okay? If you've not already done so, right now, pause and jot down the three top goals you have this year for self-care, personal and professional development. Okay, for example, I wanna, I wanna launch my first online course by next Sunday. So I should be telling you next Sunday, this is amazing, I launched my first course. Right now I'm in 23 countries with this podcast. By next week, I'd like, by the end of February, I'd like to be in 25 countries, okay? I think I'm in something like 25 out of 50 states in America. I'd like to be in 50 states out of 50 states in America by July, okay? Um, So by the end of July, I should be saying I'm in every state in America. Right now I'm in half of Canada 
and I'm my home country is Canada and I have nobody in the East Coast listening listening to me. Hey Newfoundland, can you hear me? Listen up. Hey Nova Scotia, Wataguan. Once you get past Montreal, it's like I they don't even tune in. I don't know what's happening. So my goal is every state in America, every province in Canada, every island in the Caribbean. I'm showing everywhere love though. I want <laughs> I want every country in Europe, you know what I mean? And um I just, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind helping out in Africa too. So I I mean I, I all over the world. I, I love everyone. Spain right now is my number third listener. So big up Spain. Bless up yourself, Spain. And I love that. And I would love to go to Spain and do a live show at some point. So yeah, I have a lot of goals, but let's bring it back to KPIs. So Short, my timelines and measurable next week launching first course on Jesse's world you'll be able to log in and see it it's gonna be epic so that is a measurable goal if I don't have it next week then I know that I should be able to be close or I should have it beforehand but I should be able to measure that let's say produce an additional weekly podcast so I have a goal right now I drop a podcast every Sunday is the schedule I know I took a little break so it's back on every Sunday and then after that, I want to be adding in every Wednesday and I'm going to be adding in a few live dates. I'm also going to be producing something special this, 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 uh, this month. So whether it's an event or something, I'll let you guys know. So some measurable KPIs, right? What are your top three goals? So my top three goals, a course, and I want to be in 25, you know, a course in a week, 25 countries by the end of the month some sort of event or something this month. Okay. Three goals. So I'll be able to measure that by the end of the month. Um, next I want you to note that I, um, sorry, I'm just re I'm just thinking if I forgot to tell you something. Okay. So basically the second step, Okay, so the first step was KPIs. The second steps, so key performance indicators that support your goals. The second step is identifying the roadblocks. So why were you not hitting your KPIs, right? We talked a little bit about this. So now we got to drill down into it. So even if you are hitting your KPIs, actually, it doesn't, it, it just means that you can still do better. So maybe you need to up your goal, right? And then what can you do to ensure there are no roadblocks between you and success. So for me, let's say, if I was to be self-reflective, I know that I give a lot of time away to others. As an empath and a generally helpful person, I can spend a lot of time being a good Samaritan, um, and that's nice, but it doesn't necessarily pay the bills or move me along my success journey. Okay, everybody has a success journey. If you work with my coaching, then we would develop a success journey together. And I need to, you know, you need to move yourself along your success journey. So for me, being a good Samaritan helps me move others around their success journey. But if I do not carve out special time for myself, I will end up sitting at the, you know, starting line of my own success journey, um, and never hitting the finish line. So that's not okay. Of course. Right. Also, if I was to be reflective, I have been known to spend a little 
too much time sometimes watching Love Island, hashtag Team Timmy, Timmy Swerve, um, or Real Housewives of Potomac. Hey, Giselle Bryant. What up, Robin Dixon? Love you, Ashley Darby. What up, Gwan? Karen Huger. Monique Samuels, big up yourself. Beautiful ladies. So yes, I love the Housewives of Potomac. They're so funny and so adorable, and I wish them well. Sometimes it gets a little heated, but you know, while those shows are enjoyable, do they move me along my success journey? Uh, that would be a big fat no. That'd be a nope, they don't. So if it does not move you along your success journey, you have to limit your time with it, right? It doesn't mean cut it out. I'm not going to stop being a good Samaritan. And of course, once in a while, I'll engage um, and watch, you know, a great show. But I have to focus a lot of my time intentionally on moving myself forward in my success journey. And so do you. All right. So that brings us to the obvious third thing, which is limit your roadblocks. Once you've identified what the roadblocks are for you, it could be that you are out racing cars all day. And so you're not, you know, cold calling for your business. I don't know what your goals are, for example, right? It could be that um, maybe you're dating too much, right? Maybe you're a serial dater and you're always out whining and dining a new person. You're not forming meaningful relationships and you're not working on your your own business and your own life, right? I really have a philosophy I live by in life, which is mind your business. Maybe you're false and you love chat everybody else, but you don't look at yourself. Well, that's a red flag and you really need to mind your business, okay? Because when you mind your business, you can grow your business and you can move yourself toward along your, you know, success journey. So mind your business, uh, identify your roadblocks, and limit those roadblocks to success. Notice that I said limit the roadblocks, whether that means cutting them out completely or just cutting them down is up to you. I don't know what your roadblocks are, okay? But when it comes to the art of time management and success, rule number one is carve out time for you and your goals at all costs, okay? And... An easy thing to do is definitely cutting out Netflix and chilling time or and take making more time for things like taking courses and listening to uplifting podcasts like Jesse's World, like you're doing now. So big applause for you. Hey, yeah, man, yeah, do it. Yeah, do the thing. Yeah. So I'm happy for you. (laughs) Me and my patois. I'm happy for you that you're doing something uplifting and positive right now. And don't worry, this is this this episode will help move you along your success journey. Every episode is designed to bring you further in life and to create some sort of transformative experience for you that helps get you closer to your goals, to self-actualization, to realizing and manifesting your gifts. So I got you, boo. I got you, okay? I got you. All right, so... Um, yes, whether you're going to cut it out or limit it, the truth is some things are very easy to limit. It's very easy to say, you know, I don't need to watch, I can only watch Netflix on Sundays at three and I'm done watching it by five. Okay. Like that's super easy. Put the boundary in, be a big person, parent yourself. You know, even if you didn't grow up with boundaries, 
establish them now. Okay. I do this. Um, so for me, I think that limiting the goals are good. Like I do this and for me, I like to limit the goals. I might not like, sorry, not limit the goals, limit the distractions or limit the roadblocks. I might not totally get rid of them, but I'll put limits on it. I'll say, if I'm eating a meal, I'll watch a show. But then as soon as I'm done that meal, I'm done that show. That's a good way to have a boundary too, right? Um, or I move all my good Samaritan deeds to specific days. So you know what? On Wednesdays for an afternoon, I can help someone else. That's an example, okay? So there's different ways to put in boundaries so that you can still be there for other people and still enjoy life, but not overdo it. It's about balance at the end of the day, okay? So another fun tip that I have learned is very helpful for overall development and balance in your life is doubling up on tasks. Now listen, um, when you, like I have a little ADHD, so I enjoy doubling up on tasks. Multitasking is something that I thrive at and love. Uh, everyone's different, but for me, doubling up on tasks really helps maximize my time. I have learned that, um, I don't know, when I, for example, watch my, per so I don't just tell you to do it, I do it too. I engage in a lot of personal development courses and listen to a lot of different podcasts and and intake a lot of positive messaging. I'm very conscious about the messages I allow into my brain. I allow, you know, be careful what your eyes see. Um, if you ever listen to my poem, Becoming Black History, check it out at PlatinumRouge.com. Um, it will say at the end of the poem, be careful what your eyes see, be careful what your ears hear, and it, it, it's a whole thing. So I am very cognizant of what I let in. And I like to let in a lot of good positive messaging, a lot of upwardly mobile, helpful messaging, much like what I produce, right? So more of that. Um, and I do that while I'm on the treadmill. So I feel good about myself. I feel really proud of myself because I am in that moment tending to my physical fitness and my mental fitness at the same time. I feel like, yay, I'm doubling up on the time. I was like, you're getting back an hour. It's dope. I love it. So try stuff like that. Doubling up on your time to maximize your time is a great time management strategy to help you move forward quicker towards your goals. Okay, guys. All right. And tip number five, start and finish your day with you. I do this. It's important. If all else fails, make sure that you begin your day and end your day with self care. Okay. I start my day with breathing meditations in through the nose, out through kissing lips, in through the nose, out through kissing lips, just calms the nervous system. Mm, feels so good, right? I start my day with breathing meditations and on a good day, I'll do some yoga or walking or stretching. Other days I might do some reading depending on the mood, you know, the vibes. I also take the morning to set my intentions for the day so that when people do come to me with their demands or requests, I don't mistakenly think that I don't have anything else to do, right? Because if I don't write my intentions, 
for my own self down, I may think that I'm free that day. And that really isn't the case. And that is the life of an entrepreneur often, right? I've learned that if you do not plan your day, others will. Let me repeat that for you. If you do not plan your day, others will. When you plan your day, it's in favor of your goals. When other people plan your day, it's in favor of their goals. It's okay to help people, but if you have too many days that are in favor of other people's goals, after years of allowing other people to hijack my days, I learned how damaging that is to someone's life. My potential, my life, my realizing my calling here on earth depends on me being able to protect my time, okay? Now I protect my days by planning them in the morning before anyone else is awake and so should you. I could offer more tips on reestablishing boundaries. Let me know if you want me to do a part two. But for now, I feel like if you follow those five tips I outlined, um, you'll be well on your way to forging ahead full speed along your success journey and almost uninterrupted toward realizing your goals and living your dream life of excellence. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And you need to remember that you are worth it. Okay. Quick note on big boss vibes where we take the business perspective of the main topic today. When it comes to achieving business goals, carving out and continuously monitoring and reestablishing your boundaries is critical to success. It is critical to your success. If you are an entrepreneur, especially if you are a solopreneur, people sometimes think mistakenly that working for yourself means not working at all or being very flexible and able to meet any of their needs. After all, who do you have to answer to? Make sure that you are the strictest boss that you will ever have or trust me, you will not be your boss for very long. Good deeds do not typically pay the bills, so balance your desire to help others with your desire to help and build yourself. Set your work hours. Get ready for work. Go to that place in your home and work every day, even if you don't know what you're doing yet. Even if you don't think you have anything to do, sit there. Watch the paint dry for those work hours just like you would if you were working for someone else until the light bulb turns on in your head and you start to hit the ground running, okay? You need to invest in you. If you don't invest in you, who else will? If someone asks you to do something, the answer is sure. When I get off work or sorry, I'm too busy to do that. I have a lot of work. Depends, whatever you like, but don't interrupt your work hours. If you're booking appointments, book them for when you are off work or at your lunch hour, just like you would do if you were working in an office for someone else, okay? If you are going to be a big company someday, set boundaries like you already are a big company today. 
You know how they say dress for the job you want? Well, set your time management and your boundaries for the job you want, for the business you want to be. I guarantee this level of discipline will definitely 100% pay off, okay? But you've got to give it time, you got to be consistent, and you've got to mean it, all right? As your organization grows and you add people, you will again need to readjust your boundaries. In fact, you always need to be re- reviewing and readjusting your boundaries, okay? Always keep an eye on the relationship between your boundaries, productivity, your KPIs, and achievement of those key performance indicators and goals within the timeline set. This will help you maintain a healthy perspective on what you need to do when and how self-protective that you need to be in order to ensure that your business becomes the multi-billion dollar corporation that you have been dreaming of. Whether your goal is personal, professional, or both, I know that continuously monitoring and resetting boundaries will help you achieve a healthy work-life balance and will help you stay on the fast track to success. As we wind down, I want to take you through a short breathing and visualization exercise to help you establish firm boundaries and set your mind for success, okay? Breathe in through the nose, and then I want you to hold for four. In deep belly breath, hold. Three, two, one. Exhale through kissing lips, where you push out your lips and pierce them. In through the nose. Hold. Out through kissing lips. Continue to do this as it calms your nervous system. In through the nose. Hold. Out through pierced lips. And as you do that, I want you to visualize what are your boundaries? What are your limits? What do you need to start saying no to? In through the nose. For me, I find it's a lot of little things. A lot of little tasks I take on for others in through the nose. Just to help here and help there. And before you know it, my day is done. And I'm working at three in the morning on my own stuff. So that's not healthy. I notice I can fall to the bottom of my to-do list if I allow others to be in charge. So staying in charge of my life is really important. What's important for you? What boundaries do you need to set? I want you to visualize yourself setting that boundary out through the mouth. In through the nose. Is it a boundary with yourself? Do you have to limit your own screen time? Are you playing video games too long? Are you staying up at night and watching TV? Give yourself a bedtime. You know sleep is very important to cognitive function, to hormone balance, to weight. 
everything. I didn't always know that. I'm learning. You're learning with me. Continue to breathe. Say your boundaries. Okay? Say them out loud. Right? I will only watch two shows a day on streaming videos. Go through the nose. Two shows a day. Okay, I've set a limit. It's very clear. Trackable. That is my boundary with myself. I will finish everything on my to-do list for me before I do anything for anyone else so that I make sure the most important things on my list are done first. Oh, this feels good, right, guys? What are your boundaries? Are you naming them out loud? You need to say them out loud. You need to say them out loud and continue to breathe. I also want you to get comfortable saying no. Sometimes it's not a limiting of the boundary. Sometimes it's just hard no. Can you do this for me? No, I'm not in the position to. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you drive me here? No, sorry. I have my podcast to, pro to produce. I have a client to meet. Can you do this? No. I'm building my website. No. I'm drawing a sketch. No. Whatever it is you're into. Just say no. Say it now. No. 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 No, 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 no. Say no, 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 no. <laughs> say no. Say it. Alright. In through the nose. Take time for yourself. So you've set your boundaries. You've said your boundary. You've said no. And now you have all this extra time. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Now I want you to imagine indulging in luxurious self-care. Oh, I mean, you've got a little time, honey. Make sure you take care of yourself, okay? In through the nose. Are you going to buy a self-massage tool? I saw this cute thing at Shoppers Drug Mart. You have, like, press the button and it vibrates and you could like, rub it on you. It has, like, all these little things sticking out of it to, like, rub on you. And very cute. It's pink. And so I use that for, like, my shoulders or my sciatic or... So that's nice. Nice self-massage tool. You don't have to rely on anybody. You can be very independent and still have joy. You could get some vanilla. For me, I love the smell of vanilla, but like a scented cream or oil to rub on you and massage. I love hot showers. I love the steam. I love my hair, just like the feel of the hot water on my hair and my skin just warming me up and it's like a hug all over your body right I love hot water just like a good warm shower is lovely if I have some nice vanilla body wash from Bath and Body Works or something yeah it feels so good I love the smell like a French vanilla cream when I get out all over my body. These are beautiful, luxurious, 
indulgent ways to pamper yourself, give yourself some self-care, maybe going for a walk. I always love how I feel after a nice brisk walk and emotional visualization, just sitting with gratitude and imagining things I'm grateful for, past, present, future, sitting in those positive emotions, creating happy emotions intentionally. Oh, that feels so good, doesn't it? Breathe in through the nose. Ooh, out through the mouth. You could even do something creative. I love creative writing. You see my little jingle at the front of the um, podcast? I wrote that. Haha. <laughs> um, but I love creative writing and poetry, short stories and music. So definitely song lyrics, stuff like that. So yeah, that's definitely another fun kind of self-care outlet. Having fun, being active, dancing, swimming, karaoke, family time, hanging out on Instagram live or hanging out with friends or social interactions or touch. It all is amazing. And it's always to care for yourself. And it's very important to take a piece of that time that you've carved out with your boundaries and with your saying no to indulge in some luxurious self-care, my friends. Whatever gives you pleasure, relaxes your nervous system, and you need to schedule regular time with you, okay? And you need to indulge. Some things like massage with a masseuse, maybe weekly or even bi-weekly you can schedule that. However, something like deep breathing can be done every morning and every night. And stretching or yoga or, or a little spritz of dancing could be done midday. I have an app. I just turn it on and I do like 10 minutes of Bollywood dancing. It's so fun and cute. I love it. I, I wish they had reggae um, and like dance hall dances because I would have fun with that too. But they have like hip hop and they have Bollywood. So I love it. It's just a way to like get moving in the middle of the day. Like I do my walk in the morning and night. I do my yoga, but sometimes I just want to dance, right? Whatever gets your endorphins flowing and makes you feel good, honey, do it, right? Home spa day can even happen every Sunday with your hot shower and your aromatherapy and your self-massage. I don't know, put on some Johnny Gill, maybe Babyface or Luther Vandross, Chris Brown or whoever you love to listen to. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Baby, baby, baby. And now that is establishing some very, 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 very blessed boundaries. All right. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You got to the end of the episode. You learned how to say no. You learned how to identify your roadblocks and to limit them and to set your boundaries and to name your boundaries and to relax. And to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. And to carve out time for yourself because you're worth it. Hit me up at Jessica Vibes on Instagram and let me know how you indulge in the luxury of self-care. And let's remember to keep ourselves first, okay? Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 25 of Jesse's World Podcast.
where we chatted about reestablishing boundaries and the impact that this simple practice will have on your overall wellness and self-care journey. Tune in every Sunday for more informative and transformative episodes about personal and professional development with your host, your girl, Jessica Vibes. Okay, follow us. Our podcast Instagram is at Jessie's World XO. That's Jessie's World XO. Okay, and then follow me, your host, Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram. This episode was sponsored in part by our parent company, Platinum Rouge. Check out PlatinumRouge.com. We create and share stories and transformative experiences. Until next week, remember to reestablish your boundaries so that you have adequate time to work on your goals and manifest your dreams. Do, 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 do. Love and light. Do, 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 do. Love and light.